45 that seems such an arbitrary number 45 gigabytes of storage on an SD card from uh, from Adam that is kind of a weird number and he says that he deleted the porn but that there might be pictures of him with his friends like sitting on a curb like listen oh, like back when they like listened to really shitty like butt rock <laughs> on the SD card yeah, he said there might be some like, pictures of them like back in their butt rockers. <laughs> I was thinking like, I don't know. I, I wasn't thinking SD card and I was just like, he just has porn sounds on there. Oh yeah, no, it's a storage. <laughs> that's kind of hot actually. You know, the the, the sound always really, really does it does it for me. It's a, it's an, oh, yeah. That's an important part for me. It's always like, a little less good when you're in a situation where you have to. Where you're looking at it quiet, watching, you're, you got you no have to sound. Be looking at it quiet, yeah, you have to go no sound. It's always a little, it's always a little disappointing. Um, you can make so it work, but sound, I mean, it's not ideal. Yeah, obviously, I do make it work. <laughs> good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. Um, I've got a few stars to dark matter coffee. Oh. Interesting. Okay. And then I have another coffee place. I don't know when the last time I had like a punch card was for a place. Sentimental moods. And there's two punches. That must have been me and oh. um, an unidentified other. <laughs> because I don't think I went back to this place twice. Where is it? You know, there's no information on the card about that. Which is, if I was a it consultant... Seems- Seems like an oversight to me. Maybe put that on the card next time. Probably put that put put your address on the card, which is for promoting your business. The person that doesn't cut my hair at the place that I get my hair cut. <laughs> Why do I have that? I don't know. And then there's a Starbucks card in here. Two giraffes okay. high fiving. Not sure okay. why that one made it past the business uh, the meeting. Is this yeah, that's not a good design at all. Why it did really that why did that make weird. it? I don't know. Should that just be should that be the first segment here? That we're is this our first segment? Are we doing just the contents of our wallet? Yeah, I'm almost done. So you can go next. Um oh, shit. okay. Hold on. I have I an unused I gotta get my wallet. I guess I'll wait for you to get back. I'm not just presenting to well, nobody. I'm not just, just fucking right doing here. this for my own health. It's right here. I got it. That's good. Good for you. You're organized. Well, it's on my bedside table, and I'm in the bed, so. I usually leave mine in a bowl that my mom threw, actually, uh, by the right by the door. Oh, wow. I've got two bowls. One is the wallet and card you know bowl, and then the other is the um, the keys bowl. All right, I'm almost finished with my wallet. I've got. Well, I was gonna. We'll finish your wallet. I've got a Metro Smart Trip. But here's the question: okay. What's the, which Metro? That, oh, that's right. that's that's the one it is. It's the Washington. It's DC. I, okay. Yeah. If I I was gonna actually guess DC, but then. Uh, Me too. I was gonna I guess DC. Really, I, I didn't really put the picture together. Here's a guy I know who, he's a sake expert. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, cool. 
Yep. No. He's I a sake expert. Sh- I couldn't, I couldn't Sa- give a shit about that. Sake and shochu. You don't like sake? I mean, I like it, but I'd, being an expert on it or, or wanting to... Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't know. And here's Wanting my, to talk to somebody who is one. Here's my health insurance card. Oh, sweet. Just tied to I my have, employer, of course. Yeah. I have my health insurance card in here as well, but uh, I'm not employed right now, so it's, it doesn't work. And this is... Oh, wait, there's something in here. Sometimes there's like a USB dongle in here. <laughs> or like a... <laughs> Like a, a quarter from like a foreign country. Okay, and then this is a wallet. The whole it's, wallet, right there. It's got a black spot. It yeah. Came with that. It's camel. Mine. Uh, this is camel, real camel, that my ex girlfriend got me, and I'm not going to get rid of, even though I'm probably going to get rid of most of the things from her, <laughs> as one does. Here's my wallet. Oh, we've got kind of the same shape wallet. It's kind of that rectangular. I love this shape. I don't like... I'll never go back. Yeah, I've tried other wallets, but I just can't... Damn, you look like you have a lot more in the wallet. Are you one of those guys that has like like a dent in their ass because of how thick the wallet is? Do you sit on the wallet? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I sit on it. In some pants, I'll put it in the front pocket, though. Yeah, you got to get in the front pocket these days because of the ass dent. Yeah. There's there's like, like too many cards in here. Yeah. Like dumbass credit cards. I don't know why I have a Chase debit card in here, which I don't even use that account. And I have literally never used the debit card. I think that's just so that you can get money from an ATM in Chicago. That's why I have a Chase account. I mean, I basically wouldn't that's, use Chase if it wasn't for the fact that they're fucking everywhere. Yeah. That's why I got it. They're all over but the place. I, now I don't even use it. It doesn't even fucking matter. No. It doesn't right, matter. Let's see what I got Chick fil A gift card. Nice. Just the logo classic wait well hold on is that is that a rewards oh it's a gift card no it's a gift card for how much uh i'm not sure chef <sighs> could be empty we'll have we're just gonna have to find out on that one mm-hmm. um let's see my old boss's card i won't yeah. say her name for obvious reasons yeah no i won't say it either but i want to i'm champing at the bit over here it's a nice name. Yeah, it's nice. She was a, she was a bad manager. She, she seems like a nice person. Here's uh sorry to hear about her old, management. Yeah, it was not good. Very old bank card that I have with all of my personal bank information written Jesus, on it. Jesus, look how long that acronym is. At that point you're like out of money. <laughs> By the time you finish saying that thing, if you can and uh, if you can imagine. <laughs> if you can imagine a scenario in which you <laughs> That, that happened. I don't think any of this, uh, any of this information is really relevant anymore. We could just say it now if you wanted to. I'm not that comfortable. Okay. Oh, here's a. Um, here, this is a. I can definitely get rid of this it's hotel key. Oh yeah, in one of those envelopes. In one of those envelopes from. Um, one of those paper envelopes. Yeah, from. From a hotel from waco texas oh recent a couple months ago yeah a recent trip where it took me three times to go back to go from the room to the office before the key actually worked in my room and they ended up just giving me a different room so that's why it's scratched out there that's amazing 
I used to work in that industry. I used to work for um, an e-commerce website that also did hotel deals and trips. And we were kind of a um, an intermediary between the buyer and the hotel. I worked at a hotel. You worked at a Do- hotel? I worked at a hotel doing audiovisual stuff. I see. That's right. And it was the worst job I ever had. Was it That's because I, what was what was the reason? Um, there were that many it was reasons. So bad, it was awful. Uh, that job was literally the reason that I stopped doing audiovisual stuff. You left your career. You quit. I left. I quit the career. I was like, "Fuck this! Not doing this any again." Oh, ladies and gentlemen, Brooks is putting on the horse fleece. I know. I wish you could see it like I can. The horse fleece is on. The famous well, I wish horse you fleece. Could see it. Does it look uh, good? Do I need another layer looks, under it? No, the horse fleece looks good no matter how you put it on. It's clashing with the uh, sort of daffodil yellow shirt I have going on under it, but I should probably yeah, go put I on mean, like a black shirt, right? No, it's just me, baby. You don't got to worry about that. Okay, that's fine. Nobody to impress here. Well, no. You don't have to impress me. Okay. I mean, you impress you impress me every day. That's I'm continually impressed by you. You can see I'm smiling. I can see you're smiling. Take a sip of let's take a sip of tequila. Um I'm sorry. I'm sorry to distract you. I thought that might be distracting. But I had to do it's it because okay. I'm getting cold. I love, the, I love the horse fleece. I'm getting cold. I'm wearing my boots too, you wanna see? Yeah. Well the Chelsea boots? I should say I was wearing them all day. I just took them off. You don't have to put them on for me. Ugh, those are such nice boots. I gotta get them resold. Yeah, they're looking a little worn. They're so worn. Look at this. Look how look how flat the tread is. I'll give you a little. Oh, there's holes in them, dude. Is that holes in the back? Yes. No, you're gonna well. make me self conscious. Well, I thought it was different. It's like it's like an it's like a hollow sole. They're not supposed to be the holes there. They're not supposed it's, to be it's, like it's that. It's a cheap. Though. It's a cheap. We need to get these bad boys resold. But I think. Yeah. I think if I take them, I feel like if you take a boot to like a, somebody who does that, and they maybe like frown, they kind of frown at you, if it's like a shit, like the boot that you're just supposed to throw away. And I and mm. I won't know until I go if these are not that kind of boot. If these are the boot that does need the the ten year resole. and that's what we're coming mm-hmm. up on. We're coming up on ten years. I probably should have done it like five years ago, but uh, we're coming up on ten yeah. years. Yeah, you you definitely can't uh, you can't wear those in the winter. I did oh, actually. You. I bought them in the winter. I bought them in a Scandinavian actually, winter, and they got fucked up. But look at the patina at this point. You know. What oh I mean? yeah, the patina is beautiful. It's yeah. that's that's you know that's natural, baby. That's all weather. That's all weather. Yeah, I think you wore them last winter when we were together, and you were your ass was like sliding all over the sidewalk. Yeah, I need to get them retreaded. And resold, and then uh, we're in business. They had this amazing sort of psychedelic design on the bottom. I can't even express it because it's gone now. It's, it's actually kind gone. of it's actually kind of beautiful that it's gone. Because like, what are those? Those are my footsteps, man. That's my life. Oh God! If you think about it, bro. That's I finish. I finished reading Siddhartha today, so that like that's really hitting. Do you polish that way. off? Siddhartha's longer than. It's longer than you think. Mm, think. Yeah, there's more of the sto- there's more to the story than you think. It's like it seems like a very small short book, but 
uh, it's like I a fable. Like, it is it is very fable like. Mm-hmm. And um, I had a point that I was going to make about it, which completely just escaped me. Um, so you're a Buddhist now. So I'm a Buddhist now. Well, the point didn't matter, obviously. Welcome to the club. So, I killed a bug yesterday. I felt I kill bug. Whenever I kill a bug, I feel bad. What kind of bug was it? See, that's the point. It was a house centipede. House millipede. I never really. It was one of those. It was I one of those ones that get kind of had kind of like wide hippie, wide hippie legs, and um, and the thing was yeah. it was kind of small, but like. They grow. Those things grow if you let them. You know, how long do bugs... I was just talking about this at the grocery store. How long How long do bugs live? They live like two weeks. So like tomorrow it's going to be big. I'm going to fucking crush that thing tonight. It depends on the bug. Max doesn't I mean, do a good job of crushing them. He just kind of bats them around until they sort of like fall apart. <laughs> and so like I have to kill him or else he sort Max. of tortures them. Yeah. It's I mean, great having a cat. We talked about that, scorpions though. before. Yeah. We talked about scorpions before. Scorpions can live for years. What? What? Yeah. Old scorpion? Yeah. What? Like, I had no idea. Yeah, years. I had I had literally I no either. idea. I looked it up. But yeah, most most bugs are not around for a long time. No. Weeks, months, days. Yeah, you think like months tops. Sometimes Sorry, days. Isn't it, isn't it mayflies have the shortest? And so they can, scientists can do literally evolutionary studies. It's fascinating. Interesting. Maybe it's like days or weeks. It's like two weeks maybe, mayflies. The life of a mayfly. <laughs> yeah, it's how short is it, do you think? It's either two days or 14 14 days. days. Let's have um, somebody come on next week to talk about mayflies. Oh, great idea. I'll have my dad dad do a mayfly lecture. Does he know, like, is he a mayfly expert or is he just like one of those people that will know, you feel? He'll he'll either know or he'll know where to go to research accurately and then he'll, he'll be able to put together something very well written because he's a writer. But oh he's God. he's like a yeah. you know he's a he's a biologist so if he doesn't know I'd be surprised if he didn't already know <laughs> he'll know I read this book about a guy wow oh, where's that book it's not here I think I know where it is okay and it's about this guy who this entomologist. Uh, an American entomologist, I believe, from Ohio or something. Um, but he moved to France, and he had a farmhouse in France. And uh, so it's all about the bugs that live in and around his farm. And each chapter is a different bug. And he begins he begins the chapters talking about, like, <laughs> like he went for a run or he, like, saw a dog. And he always makes a comment, like, or not dogs, rabbits. He always makes a comment that the French kill, they shoot rabbits and eat them. 
might be British. He has he has a certain. He's got a disdain for the French. A bit of a <laughs> veiled sort of animosity in the way that they uh, <laughs> feel they they feel that way about one another. But uh, anyways, I highly recommend the book. It's um. Camera, what it's called, which is not going to help you find it. Mm-mm, not at all. I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll, French. Um, if we freeze again, I'll go get it. It's in a box. French, French bug book. French bug farm. My li- life on farm. <laughs> My life on the French farm with the French farmhouse bugs. Life on French farm. Life on French farm. It's a great book. It's, um, I like the way that it's sort of a series of short essays. I think I'm about to start reading uh, this this Terrence McKenna book, mm-hmm. Food of the Gods. That's like uh, is it a novel? No, Terrence <coughs> McKenna doesn't write novels. Oh, you know, who, you know who Terrence McKenna is. We've talked he's about like, him before, but I don't know who he is. Apparently, he's like the psychedelics guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's like uh, it's like a history of like human drug use basically that's gonna get you eating lsd my friend i'm hoping it will that's kind of how it works uh, frankly i mean i'm I'm already i already want want to do it i think i'm gonna eat lsd in a couple weeks i'm very much looking forward to it i just don't i don't know where to get any do you have some can i have some um i might be able to bring some back but um it's where i'm going is where they Uh, have it and this is exciting i've never shroomed before Oh, my, really? my friend is growing psilocybin in his backyard, I suppose. Or maybe it's indoors, yeah. but um, that's all going to be can... on the table as well as the space and the time to do it. Interesting. And I think what I'll probably do is I'll probably do like, you know, we'll start small, um, yeah. just microdose it. And then if I'm having fun, do more. But uh, very much looking forward to microdosing both LSD and um, psilocybin. That's gonna be great. Yeah. I think we, I think we're, we're gonna go camping for like four days, and I think on the first day you kind of get your bearings, and then the second day you um do acid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the that's the usual. Uh, that's camping. Ske- that's this camping schedule. That's a pretty standard. I didn't realize that's one. what camping was when I was a kid. You know, but that's what camping like is. That, that's what people are doing when they're going camping. A lot of the times, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I would feel about that, honestly. Like LSD or camping no, no, while no, you're no, on just LSD? Camping while I'm on LSD. Because I don't really like camping. Yeah, I mean, if you're not in like a comfortable space, I suppose that could put you off. But it's so, also, it's important to be with people who put you at ease when you're doing true. any kind of psychedelics whatsoever, actually. It might be. Very true. No, it's very true. And I'll be with some uh, people that put me at ease. That would be true. It would depend on who I was with definitely uh no strangers that's a no, that would be an absolute no go for me i think you and i i think you and i should do lsd we we could do lsd we should do lsd i think that that would be a complimentary personality situation that would benefit us who Actually, would, who would done, be our trip setter i don't i don't know i've only done mushroom, i've done mushrooms twice mm-hmm. that's like what and the first one was like i was alone in my apartment on a Friday night in college, mm-hmm. uh, one of the best yeah. nights of my life. Amazing. I've only I've only tripped um, 
indoors. Yeah. And I did that alone and I loved it. And so then the second time I did it, I uh I got like enough for like two two doses. Wow. And uh, so I was like I just so I just bought it. So I was like I'll do you know, I'll do it twice, you know. <laughs> I'll do it one now and one later. And yeah. uh yeah. My <laughs> So I, two I lived I, yeah, that's how it works. I lived with my girlfriend at the time and I told her I was like I I really think it would be she didn't want to do it. And so I was like, well, I think it would kind of be weird if like I was doing this and you were like you were here and not doing it. I would feel a little weird and it would probably make it worse for me. (laughs) Um, So like, do you think that you could like go over to a friend's house or something for the night? Yeah. And I was like, I'll I'll be like, I'll be fine. Like I did it alone before. I'm Mm -hmm. not worried about it. So don't, you know, don't worry about me. I'll be good. And so she was like, yeah, I'll do it. And, uh, then like the eat that the day that I was going to do it, it was like a Saturday night came and, uh, it, the thing with the friend fell through. So she was, she had to stay at the apartment, but mm-hmm. you know, at that point I was very set on doing it that night. You were going to do it. I was going to do it. So I was like, well, it's maybe not exactly what I wanted to do, but, um, I'm going to go ahead and do it if that's cool with you. And she was like, yeah, that's fine. So I did it. I took I took my I took the dose and mm-hmm. then probably like like half an hour after I took it she like I was like I'm just gonna go in the bedroom and chill until it kicks in or whatever and if I act weird you know obviously I'm tripping on mushrooms so uh don't that's what's going on don't worry about it I'm gonna just sit in the bedroom half an hour after I took it she came into the bedroom and was like hey can I take that other dose and we'll do it together and I was like well I'm a little let's ahead. Try let's try it. I'm a little ahead. Let's let's do it. <sighs> Horrible idea, because she ended up having a bad trip. She freaked. She freaked, and I just spent my whole trip babysitting her. While you were like also kind of freaking. I wasn't really freaking. I was like just annoyed because I had to be babysitting her. Did it kill your? Did it kill your high? No, I was. I well, the weird thing was didn't think like, that could happen. <laughs> frankly it didn't <laughs> i mean i was definitely still tripping but yeah uh it was like yeah no, i know i know what you mean you have to kind of get you have to get straight and all of a sudden it's like over yeah you're you're fo- i was focused on babysitting her meanwhile weird feeling was uh you know like like the feeling right before you're about to come mm-hmm. but like through my entire body mm-hmm. for for hours on end that's exhausting completely exhausting uh not not fun so literally like once i came down i just slammed like a six-pack of miller light because i was like i need to take the edge off of that and this whole situation and the and the only thing that like the thing that we the the way that i calmed her down (laughs) was we just watched uh we watched all the jackass movies on netflix (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. <laughs> we just focused on those. Um, when I when 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 I, the last time I microdosed, I um, was advised not to get drunk right away, or not mm-hmm. to get drunk, like keep it clean, which I yeah. liked the idea of. Um, you didn't follow that advice. No, 
it was just too fun to get it was too fun not to drink and then for some and you just you just was able to go and get stoned too we were uh we were loopy but it was like all in fun and i'd, um, want, it, I'd want it clean yeah there's a point where i don't know it just felt better i mean sometimes that's the way it is when you're drunk and you want to get high um just felt great it's very frequent that I'll be like at a party and I'll be drinking and I'll be like, man, it'd be great to get on psychedelics right now. But obviously that's not the way it works. And it's also not the way it impacts you, but I never advise anybody to like start doing psychedelics and start getting drunk right away. But if you want to have some beers later on in the evening, that's cool. Also in my experience, your body starts kind of tightening up and it's nice to have the beers to keep you a little bit loose. That's true. Well, obviously I experienced that in a, a really awful way. It's nice to have like a very small dose of psychedelics and then have like three or four doses of beers. <laughs> <laughs> one one dose being one beer. <laughs> one beer. Um sorry, laughed at my joke kind of prematurely there, but I was very funny on the way out. That's okay. To me. Sometimes sometimes you know it's gonna hit. Yeah, when that when that joke is hitting different. When that joke be hitting different. When the joke is hitting <laughs> So yeah, I'm probably going to read this Terrence McKenna book and um, really desperately want to do psychedelics and have really uh, no where to get them or place to do them. Mm-hmm. So maybe I should put, maybe I actually should put off reading this book. I don't know. I'll have to think about it. Yeah, it might make you, well, no. I mean, it's up to you. It might be cool to read it. I mean, I've I read a lot of the psychedelic stuff that I've then I mean, that kind of stuff impacted my life. You know, I had a lot of friends who were into drug culture more than I was, but, uh, and into hippie culture and, um, way before I actually did psychedelics for the first time. So, I mean, you could certainly, you could certainly do that. I'm interested in, um, finding a book on tape that will be interesting for a drive west. Um, I've read Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. That's like almost kind of the natural choice. Um, I don't even really know what that book's about. Uh, it's hard to describe what's about quality. <laughs> it's about, um, <laughs> it's hard to describe what it's about. It's kind of about a man's, uh, it's kind of about, I believe, his break with reality, right? Okay. But it, And it's also kind of about, um, reliving an experience so it's about trauma or like it's about it's about a past thing impacting you in the present mm-hmm. um it's a really wild book it's just fucking nuts i kind of want to reread it i read it in college and so there's like that framework around it that like you're not liberated i'd really love maybe to read it in a sort of liberated right space yeah maybe i don't know it's too cliche it's like literally to like read about zen on like my own chautauqua i kind of want to read the book that you told me about the snow leopard or do you think that's not appropriate for an audiobook? Bear in mind, um, I don't do audiobooks, so this would be like kind of yeah, an experience for me. I don't do audiobooks either. It would be, I mean... Do you think I would... If, do you think... This is a stupid they, question, but I know you'll understand it as a reader. Do you think I'll be missing out on not reading the written word with my eyes? No, nah, like not Literally reading. Not this on, one. Uh, for the Snow Leopard, nah. I don't think so. I know what you mean. But not for Sometimes this. the prose is so elegant, taking it in. The, it is the well. It is a very is really pleasant. I feel like Siddhartha. I wouldn't. I would. 
I, I wouldn't be recommending Siddhartha, the audiobook, to anybody. <laughs> I feel like you should read Hesse's, um, Hesse's uh, written written prose. You could do, um, how long are you driving? You could do the Bible. It's about 72 hours. <laughs> I'm driving for, it's probably about 16 hours out to Colorado. And then back? Good point. I could do half on the, well, I'd rather, I'd rather. Um, oh, hey, Max. I'd rather get 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 it done on the way out. You have the entire experience on the way out. That It'd be great sense. if I could knock down a book in eight hours. Do you think there's an eight-hour audiobook? Sure. I was I, actually speaking of Siddhartha and book length. I was like, uh, I I wanted to like look up the word count for some reason. Like I just wanted to know how long it was by word count. And mm-hmm. then all I could find online was like this thing that was that said, you know, uh, on like a t- like a length of time that people spend reading this book, and <laughs> and it said two and a half hours, and it's, I was like, that's insane. F- you it, can't. It's fast, it's short, but like that's that's it, like not. You're not thinking. It, it's not two and a half hours fast. I spent probably five hours reading that book easily, and, and that's still pretty fast, frankly. Like you know, yeah. I'm a slow. I don't know. I could be a fast reader. I have ADD, so I can be like a lightning fast reader, but I can also be like a very, very slow reader. Do you know what book I read in 24 hours? Uh, Harry Potter. The Martian. Didn't read it. Didn't see the movie either. The The movie was good, and I think I had already seen the movie when I read the book. No, that can't be right. That seems crazy. That seems like... That's crazy. That seems stupid. Why would I have done that? Why would you do that? You know, I think I did though. Anyways, um, I just read it in one calendar day. I read it the day, so I flew to Rwanda. I was jet lagged <laughs> as fuck. So, and you read The Martian while you were jet lagged. Read The Martian on the plane in Rwanda. Oh, in, and and then I read plane. it jet lagged in the middle of the night, staying up till like seven in the morning. In Rwanda. In Rwanda. Yeah, it was one of those That's things where I was like. That's a pretty cool experience, actually. It was cool. And Rwanda's beautiful. Um, I don't know if that is relevant. You know, I had um, I had a copy of... Did you see Annihilation, the, the sci-fi movie? With Natalie Portman? Yeah, I think I did. Is that the one yeah. where they turn into plants? Uh, no. It's... <laughs> It's the one with like the bit they're in like the swamp area and there's like the big freaky bear mutant thing. Yeah. And then at the end there's, she like It's like there's like a plant they're like grow, they're turning into plants. Are they turning into plants? I don't even remember. Maybe they're maybe they are. They got plants growing out of them and stuff. They're maybe. evolving. Are they evolving? I don't I, I don't, I don't remember. Anyway, <laughs> it's it's really all beside the point. Uh I uh I remember the bear thing. There's like a, there's like a, there's like a, there's like a liminal space. There's like a space. There's like a shield that you walk through. Yeah. A zone. A zone. Like a blast zone. Yeah. Kind of a shitty stalker ripoff, but. Yeah. um, Anyway, uh, all beside the point, (laughs) just to say that I, uh, I had the, I had the book on my shelf for a long time Mm -hmm. and I heard that it was good. And I was, and I, it was just like one of those things I never got around to reading it. And then I saw the movie, and I was like, "Well, uh, don't want to read that book anymore." 
no desire to after seeing the movie, which I did not like, obviously. Mm-hmm. I thought that movie was whack. I thought it was fucking whack. I saw it in theaters, though. I paid my money. I did, too. I saw it in theaters. I saw it in one of those theaters where you get to pick your seats. Yes, me too. And then, like, the seats are enormous. They're, just They're like, so big. I love doing that. I could fit There's another a person in this seat. <laughs> but I wouldn't because I have values. Yeah. Um, no, I, I very much enjoy going to, like, the huge comfy seat theaters to see something. Yeah. And, you know, classically, like, sneaking in, like, a pint of whiskey in my jacket or something. Uh, <laughs> a pint. Or a full pint. Or a significant other's purse. Yeah. Are you going to finish that pint? Maybe the significant other's help. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's finished. Uh, Sorry. Did that Did that with John Wick, too? Amazing. I was just, like, kind of drunk by the end of it. And really one of my favorite movie experiences. I went to... You know, of the last few years. I uh, I highly recommend finding a way to do this if it ever, if the situation ever arises. Like, you know, Logan Theater is showing it or something like that. But get really fucking stoned and then go see The Revenant. Mm, no. In one of those, uh, one of those chairs that goes all the way back. Inner no. E2, man. Just a genius. I told you about my, my Alejandro. Bad, hmm? My bad the Revenant movie going experience that also had to do with sneaking in alcohol. No, tell me again. You have told really? me. Tell me again. Yeah, so it was when I was living in Houston. It was like a Tuesday. I was off work. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get a little I'm gonna get a little twisted and go to like I'm gonna go to like an eleven AM showing of the Revenant and just bring a pint of whiskey and then I'll drink that and mm-hmm. then I'll just go home and like chill with beers for the rest of the day. That was going to be my day off. Um, so like I was for some reason I was like, like I couldn't, I was trying to fill my flask cause I, I couldn't, I don't fuck. I don't remember the exact I don't remember the exact alcohol containment situation that was going on, but whatever happened is I was trying to do something with with this thing of whiskey, and it just, like, exploded in my hands, and half of it, like, fell all over my crotch. And so I was just like, I I already reeked of whiskey uh, before I even started. And then I put... No, I don't know. It was like I was trying to open. No, I remember what it was. I was. I had like it was a glass pint, and I was trying to open it before I went in, so that you wouldn't hear the sound of me opening it in the theater, mm-hmm. like the crack of it opening. That's what it was, and it like slipped out of my hands while I was doing that, and I poured half of it all over my dick. Damn. <laughs> so I was like, shit, not a good start. But whatever. Whiskey I put dick. It in, I put it. Put it in my. Put it in my pocket. And since it, and then as I was like walking into the theater, it was like, it was glass and it was like clinking up against the zipper of my jacket, and I was just like, God damn it, this is really not going well. I got in, I realized I was really hungry, and I really needed a hot dog. You so blew it, man. Like, this sounds like it like, sucks ass. 
I was like, can I, I was like, I smell like whiskey. I hope they don't hear me clinking this whiskey thing in my, really obviously in my pocket while I, ha- while I get this hot dog. But I need this hot dog. Yeah. Um, I get the, ho- anyway, you know, it's, it's it's some teenager who doesn't give a fuck, so who cares? Yeah. Get my no, hot dog. No, he's not being paid enough to give a shit. No, he doesn't give a shit. Uh, get my hot dog, go into the theater, and it's like packed. Completely filled with people at 11 a.m. on a Tuesday. And I was like, Jesus Christ. So I just sit in like the second row. So That's because that the Revenant so rocked. <laughs> I just sit in the second row so that I could like drink my whiskey discreetly. And uh, so not, not great. And then I really honestly did not like the movie. I thought it was great. What did, what's not to like? It was I mean, long. It was obnoxious. It was beautiful. Not like this podcast, actually. I mean, of course, the shitty experience surrounding mm-hmm. seeing the movie plays in a lot. Yeah, you I were should, you should were just in it. a crabby mood, bro. I think you should yeah. rewatch The Revenant under better circumstances. I should rewatch it now that you're free. That first scene is great. Now that you're free, the first freed. the first scene being amazing, and then being kind of let down after that. Mm-hmm. Um. It's like a movie that takes itself pretty seriously, and um, it takes itself incredibly seriously. Yes, which is not necessarily bad. There, yeah, there's something really that. gripping about that. I don't know. I really liked it. Um, I'm sure. It would, I'm, I'm sure if I was completely like straight-minded, like that, it would feel it would feel a lot more like a slog. But um, I don't know. I don't know. It was right up my alley at the time, and I've I've always I've literally been trying to do a rewatch ever since, but it just hasn't been on like any streaming services, and I haven't felt like downloading it, and I haven't felt like paying for it. I don't know, actually. I don't know why I haven't rewatched it. I really want to. I should just do it. I should quit being such a little bitch about it. Yeah, quit being a bitch and watch the movie. Yeah. I'm gonna watch The Devil Wears Prada. Uh, Good, but. Uh-huh. You won't regret it. You won't regret it. Although, um, your ex had a wrong opinion about it. <laughs> I'll, um, Actually, the internet at large is wrong about it. I'm gonna have to, uh, and I'll let I'll let you, I'll let you decide I'm gonna, what that opinion is once you watch it. I'm gonna have to watch it, and then I'll get back to you. It'll be obvious. You'll be like, "Wow, well, Brooks was right." Okay. I, I don't doubt it. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, great flick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meryl Streep plays Miranda Priestley, which is, of course, based off of um, longtime Vogue editor Anna Wintour. Mm-hmm. In a not so... It's not very subtle that that's what uh, they're going for. Although they didn't, it, it's not a literal, you know, cor- sort of characterization of her. Like they didn't give Meryl Streep her haircut or anything like that. You know, like, like she's her own person, but um, but it's pretty obvious what it is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it wouldn't be obvious to me. Oh, because that's pretty off my radar. That dude, that's not. <laughs> This isn't. 
This isn't esoteric stuff, man. This is. Uh, I know. Do you think? I don't know who the editor of Vogue is. You don't know who the editor of. You don't know who Anna Wintour is. I've heard the name. Could not place it. Well, anyway, um, you'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it a lot. Okay. Because, I'm, I'm looking uh, forward to because it's that. because it's a great film, and you know it's interesting actually. It's got this timeless quality. Like it was, it, it 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 was it was pretty on trend when it came out. I think it's imminently rewatchable. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh. At any rate, um, I'm trying to decide what I want to watch. Should I read you my list? You have a list of stuff to watch? Of course you I do. Literally, literally written down? Of course I do. You know me. Yeah. I'm just, my interests are varied and many. It's true. The movie Paul, which is about... Uh, the alien? The alien. Play the, sto- the stoner alien? This isn't a good start to my list. The list gets better. Okay. Um, played by Seth Rogen. Yeah. And then it's uh, the boys from... Mm, Shaun of the Dead. Oh, is it? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Nick. Uh, God, I don't remember any of their names. Doesn't matter. Okay, The Wind Rises, which is a Miyazaki film, and it's supposed mm-hmm. to be one that's kind of what's set in the real world. And I think it's nineteen. I think it's the World War Two aviation Japanese yeah, aviation like, movie. So it's supposed to like be pretty sad. As you can, as as you might imagine, <laughs> if you know yeah. how that story ends, I I'm familiar. Uh, and then I've got a bunch that I've actually watched. I'm going to read them anyway, and then I have a little dash so because I'm supposed to write a funny review on Letterbox. But uh, here's the secret: I'm not that funny, and they just pile up. It's like <laughs> it's like like I've got like a fucking to do list, like you know, like you have like a little box on your desk. It's just piling up. Anyways, um, no, it's not that I'm not that funny. It's just that like I've been writing these one-liner reviews, and it's like kind of getting hard to write one line about them. You know what I mean? Um, so here's Cars, Disney Pixar's Cars mm-hmm. that I've watched and enjoyed immensely, and uh, I'm looking forward to the sequel. Um, the movie Badlands with uh, Martin Sheen, mm-hmm. uh, which I have not seen. The movie Apocalypto, which I have seen and have not written a review for. Although, I think the review is going to be simply... Uh, hold on, give me a second to post my thoughts. It just goes to show you what people can get up to when they're bored. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the movie. Mel Gibson's I would Apocalypto. Really like to. I would really like to. Uh-oh. You you would oh my god you're gonna fucking love that movie yeah I feel like I will it's pretty like well it's a period piece <laughs> it's pretty like oh okay the whole fucking thing is like set in like this is like these are the characters it, it's kind of wild once you kind of get your head wrapped around that and then um and it's very conflict driven obviously but um it's really well done it's beautifully shot and it's just insanely brutal which I think is the point. I mean, he didn't he do he didn't do Passion of the Christ, did he? He did, didn't yes, he? Yes, he did. Yeah, that, he's a fucking freak, isn't he? Yeah, Mel Gibson, obviously, too, total fucking freak. 
I watched the first two of the um, the Man with No Name series, uh, but I have not yet watched The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. I loved the first two, and it's the first one was really good. Um, Fistful of Dollars, and then the second one for a few dollars more is like so much better. And 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 and. And it makes you wonder, like, oh my god, how good is The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly? I've never watched it all the way through. I've heard it's incredible. I've heard it's phenomenal. And uh, it's exciting. It's exciting to see a movie that starts good and then just gets so much better. And then you're like, wow, that must be, like, the best movie in the world. So I'm excited for The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Uh, I watched Amar Kord very recently. Have you seen Amar Kord? I have not. You should watch that. It's Fellini, just like you see behind yep. me. I love Fellini. I have seen Eight and a Half. Love Eight and a Half. Very good. Amar Kaur is my second favorite after Eight and a Half of the Fellini films that I've seen. And it's beautiful. It's um, these vignettes from his uh, childhood in 1930s fascist Italy. You had a good one? Growing up in a seaside town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's it's brilliant, and nobody does Fellini. Nobody does like dreams, like Fellini does. <laughs> nobody does. Nobody does Fellini like Fellini. Yeah, don't shut up. Nobody does dreams like him. And true to form, the dream sequences are really gorgeous. It's a, like it's very, it's fantastic. I want to watch the movie Rush, which is about F one. It's a Ron Howard movie. Though, and I like Ron Howard. Mm-hmm. I want to watch Logan, the X Men. X Men. I saw it. I was pretty drunk, though. But I did like it a lot. I want to watch Pocket Money. Terrence Malick. I don't actually think I've ever seen a Terrence Malick film. And uh, Pocket Money is Terrence Malick? I don't even know that. And uh, Big Bruiser Dope Boy, I think, told me to watch that one. So I'm taking that under... Um, serious consideration uh, Paris, Texas shout which out. I have seen shout before to, to Big Bruiser BBDB shout out shout out to a friend of the show Big Bruiser Dope Boy um, we'll have him on eventually I think After Denver is out this October right? Uh, uh, yeah shout out uh, After Denver releases October 6th uh, at 11.11 Press you, uh, you should buy it I've read it it's really good I can't wait to read it I'll pay for it did you pay for yeah. it? Yeah. No, he gave me a copy, but I'll buy one too. That's cool that he gave you a copy. Yeah. Oh, um, Paris, Texas is brilliant. Have you ever seen that? Never seen it. Would really love to see it. Really brilliant and an incredible. Um, Harry Dean you know, Stanton. I'm sure you. Yeah. For for a guy who went to film school, <laughs> I have really not seen that many films. That's interesting. <laughs> um. You know, it's you're a busy man. Yeah. Uh, well, you got shit to do, man. I sometimes. Uh, I'm just not really in the mood to watch movies very often. Ry Cooter does a brilliant soundtrack on Paris, Texas. Brilliant guitarist. Heard that. Um, for I the heard that's good. For the whites in soundtrack. the audience, he's the guy that's um, sort of executive producer of the. Uh, Buena Vista Social Club album and documentary actually that was kind of his idea to go down there and get everybody back together did you know that? that's for the NPR crowd not just the whites the NPR crowd mostly 
it took me. And I, I've listened to a lot of NPR in my life. Have, have, have you seen that documentary? The Buena Vista Social Club documentary? No, I haven't. You put that one on your list. Um, Grand Theft Parsons, which is about uh, Grand Parsons mm-hmm. overdosed and died. And then they were supposed to bury him. But they kidnapped him. His manager and some friends kidnapped him, drove him out to the desert, and like set him on fire or something cool. And then sick. And then got like arrested on the way back into town for like DUI or something, because they were all bombed or something. I don't know. Anyways, it's a Johnny Knoxville movie. If you believe it. Oh yeah. That sounds like something you can buy too. It's supposed to be good. I thought it was supposed to be good. Oh I'm sure it's fucking Graham Parsons, Johnny Knoxville, that's sign me up. Yeah, that's true. Uh, getting less interesting here. Ad Astra, driver. Thunderbolt is a, is a Jackie Chan